Welcome to episode number 76, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with Goose, Heck, uh, Gabe, and my son, James. James Bennett Velez is here with us in the studio. What up, James? Young James is here. It's here. You finally made it, buddy. 76 episodes later. Actually, he's been featured in a couple, but this yeah. is going to be his first legit episode, man. He's taking place at Manny tonight. He's taking place at Manny tonight, yeah. Uh, Manny's at a uh, championship softball, like a men's league softball game, so hopefully he wins. Go for it, man. Uh, with that being said, take me out to the ball game. In this episode, the crew talks about their experiences with going to the ball game. We cover topics that range from baseball cards, our favorite teams, our favorite experiences as baseball players, coaching, and overall just being a fan of baseball. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Ted Williams and respectively Yogi Berra. With that being said, if you're new, don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Uh, we like to kick things off with a definition, and this one, we just so happen to get it from wikipedia.com, and we defined, take me out to the ball game. Quote, take me out to the ball game is a 1908 Tin Pan Alley song by Jack Norworth and Albert Von Tilzer, which has become the unofficial anthem for North American baseball, although neither of its authors had attended a game prior to writing the song. The song's chorus is traditionally sung during the middle of the seventh inning of a baseball game. Isn't that, feel, isn't that funny, though? Why the seventh? That's, the home stretch? Um, like, yeah, yeah, seventh yeah, inning so, yeah. stretch. Yeah. It kind of gets up. Um, you know, it, a lot of... It, just like the game we were in last last night, we went to a uh, Philadelphia Phillies game. Um, me, my son, my mother-in-law, and my wife, James. James, did we go to a Phillies game yesterday? Uh-huh. Yeah, did you have fun? Yeah. It was fun, right? Did you get to see the Philly fanatic? Uh-huh. What was he doing? What, the, what does the Philly fanatic drive? Quad. Wow. That's awesome. You want to drive yeah. a quad? I already have a quad. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I can drive my green one in there. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. There you go. What kind of green quad is that? He only has a red one. Oh, yeah. The Philly <laughs> fanatic has a red one. You also have a red one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a red one and a green one. Um... But anyway, so the segment one, I like to get into a, an actual story. So we'll get into our baseball experience after the story. Um, it's still about this song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Jack Norworth, while riding a subway train, was inspired by a sign that said, quote, Baseball Today, Polo Grounds. In the song, Katie's Boo calls to ask her out to see a show. She accepts the date, but only if her date will take her out to the baseball game. The words were set to the music by Albert Von Tilzer. Norworth and Von Tilzer finally saw their first Major League Baseball game 32 and 20 years later, respectively. The song was first sung by Norworth's then-wife, Nora Bays, and popularized by many other vaudeville acts. It was played at the ballpark for the first known time in 1934 at a high school game in Los Angeles. It was played later that year during the fourth game of the 1934 World Series. Norworth wrote an alternative version of the song in 1927. Below are the lyrics of the 1908 version, which is out of copyright. Katie Casey was baseball mad, had the fever and had it bad. Just to root for the hometown crew, ever so... Katie Blue, on a Saturday, her young boo called to see if she'd like to go to see a show, but Miss Katie said no. I'll tell you what you can do. Chorus: Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes. You're out at the old ball game. Katie Casey saw all the games, knew the players by their first names, told the umpire he was wrong all along, good and strong, when the score 
was just two to two. Katie Casey knew what to do just to cheer up the boys she knew. She made she made the gang sing this song. All right, so there you have it, the 1908 version uh, that is so that that's the original. That's the, that's the song. That's like the full version, dude. That's crazy. So what we typically sing is the chorus. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that funny? I didn't know that. I either. didn't that's, know that. And that's just so ubiquitous with being baseball that you don't even realize there was a whole other two verses that exactly. goes verse that. before it. Wow, like it's an actual song. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Casey made it famous, and I really didn't know um, it was that old. No, I actually thought it was something like, yeah, I don't know, like in the 50s or something. Mm. Um, did you hear me uh, screaming at the Phillies yesterday when we went to the ball game? Mm-hmm. We were rooting for the home team. Who's the home team? Philadelphia Phillies, right? Uh-huh. And they did pretty good, right? It was tied up 2-2. And then things got really interesting. They were playing the uh, Oakland A's. It was a 1.35 p.m. Sunday afternoon game at the old ball field. Eating cheesesteaks, right? Eating some chicky fries. Things change. We don't eat Cracker Jacks. <laughs> Hot dogs. Or we had some uh, Rita's water ice. Oh, uh, yeah. Bought a couple things while we were there. Got we, a car. He got, he got, got five car. cars. Five cars. Go, match bud. Matchbox types cars with um, all American made cars stamped with the uh, Major League Baseball logo and the Philadelphia Phillies all over. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we had fun. We It was his first time at the, the stadium, the Citizens Bank uh, Arena. And so when we got there, we got there a little bit earlier just because we went to walk around the um, the stadium. He was uh, kind of watching the pitchers warm up at the old, the, uh, the the bullpen or whatever. It was pretty cool. We took awesome. a couple pitchers. Um, he got a hat along the way, right? He wore his Philly Fanatic hat, right? The green one. That was pretty cool, right? Um, and and we had uh, really good seats actually. And it was is middle of September and it was scorching hot. <laughs> it was like mid 80s man we were just getting roasted um and we were actually thinking that it was going to rain what uh where'd you guys sit at uh so right behind center fielder okay, okay. nice yeah because mama nice. wanted to go in the shade yeah so i mean the phillies aren't doing too hot so there's a lot of empty seats no. so uh they actually just told us you know to we get pretty much just sit yeah if, if you're not comfortable it's fine oh, okay um so her mom can't be out in the sun for too long okay um like i said we just thought it was gonna be an overcast day anyway so it didn't yeah. but it ended up being sunny the entire time we we're there so we found some shade but we're still like it was just like a section over it wasn't yeah. like uh you know um but it, it, it was good it was really good um it was exciting for me to see like he was just like you could just see it in his face like he's just blown away like trying to take in the entire experience sure. mm-hmm. and so it was a new experience for him so it was like a new experience for me yeah, yeah. No, you know absolutely. what I mean um, and then just, just just like walking around the stadium just like taking it all in like you're just seeing you know like the players run out to the field warming up and he's mm-hmm. asking a bunch of questions and then out of nowhere he's just laughing and I don't know what he's laughing about because <laughs> he sees uh, the Philly no, fanatic no I'm watching I'm laughing about the Fanatic shaking his butt. Yeah. <laughs> so the fanatic was shaking his butt, and James got a kick out of that. Um, and he likes to mess with the other team. That's uh, that's fanatics kind of thing. So he dances on top of the dugout, the opponent's dugout, mm-hmm. kind of like taunting them or whatever, making the crowd laugh. Normally doing some things with uh, dancing. At one point, I think it was like the fifth inning, he came out and like, like some like. I don't even know some like salsa dancing uh-huh. outfit, and he started doing the limbo. Oh, <laughs> it was like, the world? yeah, like, um, like a ballroom guy. He is very random. Yeah, and uh, James got a kick out of that, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just everything about that actual ball game um, that this song just it made me laugh. I'm like, it is. Yeah. It was like so traditional. It was like the classic. We watched the, the ball game. Mm-hmm. We stayed. Uh, the whole time and like just took it all in. So we kind of prepped him. Mm. So before we went to the game, we were like showing. Well, first of all, everyone knows like he's into like we like the you know the off roading stuff sure. or whatever. So um, we were talking about the Phillies games, and it dawned on me. I'm like, James, you know the the Philly fanatic rides a ATV. Yeah. So I was laughing. So we went on. Obviously, we went on the internet. He found rides an ATV too. Yeah, the red it's a, one. It's a quad. Quad. But um, so. So he's he's watching all these videos, cracking up, laughing, and then he finally sees that the Philly fanatic, you know, Came drives out. a quad or whatever. Yeah, that's um, awesome. 
So that's what his level of excitement was for. Yeah. Um, you know, it's beyond. He's, he's three. Well, yeah. yeah, the Philly Fanatic is a player on the team. Right. Um, but yeah, no. So so we prepped him. So he that was like he had to see him. I was just happy that we got to see him. He's like, you know, can I get the can I get a high five from the Philly Fanatic? I'm like, if he comes out to you know like where we are, yeah, of course, like we'll try or any you know anyway. But um, probably like two months, two or three months. Prior though, we saw the Philly fanatic. He, James got a couple pictures. The with Philly him. fanatic couldn't pick up that black thing. Remember? Oh yeah, he was trying to lift weights. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that kid helped him. And a little yeah, a volunteer from the audience came out and lifted up. It was a thousand pounds. Cool. <laughs> he, he was stronger, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Philly fanatic's weak. He's just funny. I think but, he's stronger than the Philly fanatic. James, do you remember when we met the Philly fanatic? At the ice cream parlor, remember? Oh yeah, Richmond's right. Yeah, they I had the that, Philly fanatic come out. Was it for like their it? grand opening? Yeah, they had it. yeah. Um, they gave out free ice cream, free water ice. Um, it was pretty sweet actually. And uh, he um, he got a couple pictures, and the Philly fanatic was pure entertainment mm. for an hour straight. Okay, I mean. Oh my goodness, dude! I was like, had tears coming down my eyes. I was laughing. It's just goofy because he's I'm six. Four, six, three, six, four, and he's taller than me. So then you're no seeing like this big green like monster do all these like silly things. <laughs> it's hilarious, and he does like um, he really knows how to like, work the crowd. Um, let's just say that it, it, it was it was entertaining. Um, with that, James, you ready to say bu- goodbye to everybody? Bye. Say thank you. Thank you. Say go Phillies. Go Phillies. All right, so uh, with that being said, you know, our, our little, you know, Phillies game, we had a beautiful, beautiful weather, beautiful game, great time. What about your experience? Have you guys ever been out to a ball game? Uh, I know the obvious answer, but, yeah. uh, you know, what, what what's your take? What team do you root for? Where do you go? That kind of thing. I root, root for the home team. I will, the old yeah. ball game. That's wow. good. Yeah. Perfect. So 1988 was my first time going to a baseball game. Yeah. I, so, yeah, so our Uncle Jose, Jose took us out to our first Phillies game. So, obviously, it was at the vet, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. long ago. Um, and it was – I knew nothing about baseball. I mean, I knew about baseball. and so I you were seven. I was – so I was like six or seven years old. And okay. I, just, I just remember going to this Phillies game, and it was just like the only person I knew was Mike Smith. And that, that was, was pretty much it. And I think Manny Trillo was on the team. Yeah. Trilla, Rick Ross. Um, but I don't, that, that's all I remember about the game. But I remember, like, I was excited to go to the, our first Phillies game. It was, like, at a random. I don't yeah. even think, I think they, they planned it, but they didn't tell us about it until that day to take us. I think, didn't Vicky come with us, too? Um, was it, like, me, you, and Vicky or something like that? Like, Jose, Ruthie? I, I was, I don't know. I know it was me and you. I don't, yeah. I, I, Uncle Jose took me out to a ball game as well. And now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been my first Phillies game. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, the Phillies were wearing blue. <laughs> oh, man. It was like yeah. the baby blue? Yeah, the baby blue with, like, with that the maroon. burgundy with, like, maroon the, color. The pinstripes or no? No, like? no, no. It was like the solid blue and then it had like oh, the man. white and maroon stripe going down okay. the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the P was like the that maroon color. Swan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just remember sitting in like nosebleeds yeah that no one was even there like in our section that we're just kind of like we're kids we're like running around like on the seats or whatever and yeah. jose just kept yelling at us oh man um but we were high like um when you're seat- seated that high it- it- even if like you're somewhat into the game at some level it's like distracting yeah because there's, yeah. It- there's a lot of you have to concentrate so much right that's like being that's like sitting at the back of the class yeah it's like there's you have five to ten rows of people in front of you to get distracted with yeah, yeah. so you just like kind of look at what this person back of the head looks like and then hmm. you're like you know what did they, what did they do but if you're sitting in the front of class you only have one thing to look at you yeah. know what i mean you're just staring at the teacher or listening so when you have front row you're just so into the game because right, you're like yeah. kind of like right there um so i i we got something too but i want to say i got fanny pack when i went I don't know. I remember getting a fanny pack one. Yeah, like, maroon one. Maroon's one. Yeah. It had Gatorade on the front. Yeah. Was their sponsor. I think I had a similar thing to you. You had a fanny pack? Well, I got a fanny pack. I think we... I remember us getting... I don't know if it was paid for or whatever it was or it was given to oh, us. Oh, you, you got it for free. 
but it was it was like these super well it's like these plastic like windbreakers but they were like yeah. the it was the but they were like the, the maroon yeah, yeah, yeah brown whatever oh man i i don't like i said i don't know i don't remember if it was given to us or my uncle because i went with my uncle my dad my sister and my cousin but it was something like you know, what you said was like i remember us being like super high up in like nosebleed section yeah. and but then it felt like it was the game went to like the middle of the night. It was like super dark by the time we were finished. And like, I remember it being like nobody in, in the rows in front of us. And I was like skipping, like going down the aisles and all stuff, like in different, just skipping up, jumping over like the front of the season, just going down, just messing around. Yeah. But I remember it being, it felt like it lasting to like one o'clock in the morning. I don't know if that's actually true or not. It's just like a, I don't a know haze how, of, well, of a memory. Yeah, I don't know a, how true yeah. this is either, but I felt like the seats we sat in were like yellow and then like teal. Like they had like all these colors or something or like just yellow and orange. I remember them being like these random colors. The vet was separated by different colors. Okay, like, that's different, what Different areas had different colors. Yeah, I know. Because I remember just seeing like these plastic like total like, let me see. Hold on. We have to look this up. When would the, the vet was built? So I went to the I went to a, a Phillies game. I think it was like their last, their second or third last home game at the vet. And I remember them give us like this little replica of the vet. And I was like the last time before they were decided to knock it down and uh, create the uh, what is it? Citizens now it's called yeah. yeah. Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank. Oh, I remember what we got. It wasn't. I don't think it was windbreak because it was. It started raining. So we got a little. We got ponchos. Ponchos. Yeah. Uh, ponchos. All right, so yeah, I was just gonna say it's like such a '70s um, stadium. Uh, When was it built? Uh, It broke ground in '67 and it opened 1971. Oh wow! And then they they shut it down. What 2003, 2004, 2004. Uh, Closed in 2003. Sorry, closed in 2003. March 21st, 2004 is when they demolished it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it has that classic look. Now I'm looking at it. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um. Wow. Why, so the like, vet is where the Phillies and the Eagles, Eagles yes. played, right? Yeah. And then they, and then the the hockey they froze the ground for them to play in the hockey. Exactly. They froze the it. grass. <laughs> exactly. You got it. And the Sixers played in center and, field. Yeah, they 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 put curtains on the top for the 76ers to play. What? They just played in the parking lot. No. It was in the grass. Too. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jim, is that it right there with the blue? And then next to it is orange. Over here. Yes, it was like, it was definitely like this. Is it? Yeah, yeah yellow. It was orange and yellow. That's yep. exactly and then it goes what I down remember. to maroon. Because and down to the bottom, that like glue and all stuff. Yep. So this, look how big this. The back where the wow. nowadays the seating starts like right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so mm. you know, National League Phillies. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The classic bell that like dings when someone hits a homer, but. This is what cracks me up. It's like, dude, this sat 65,000 people. What in the world does Citizen Bank sit? Uh, I don't think that. 65,000 people? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh, I think I think it's less. Citizens less? Or it might be just shy of no, more, but not. It's 100. No. No. <laughs> One million. Oh, they sit in the grass. <laughs> exactly. Forty-three. That's yeah, it. Less. Wow. Twenty thousand less. less. Um, it's interesting. But but the 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 stadium size is the same. It's the seating. Okay. So the size actually might. Well, be like even you bigger. said, like how you pointed out where the where the field where the, the home plate was well, because they, they move it in closer now. They played two different sports on it, so now this Citizens Bank they accommodate just for baseball. So right. they, the seating is specifically for like our baseball team, basketball team, hockey. Mm. Everyone has their own stadiums. Now. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. it was well, actually, no, I just lied. The Sixers and, um, and Flyers play together. Yeah. Yeah. They, they share the same. Yeah. 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 Before but, they used one field for every sport. Exactly. On the grass. No, they well, no, they had whatever the <laughs> what was, was the before spectrum? the the spectrum. The spectrum. Oh man, right. the seventy sixers. I remember. So the um so the, the the field like the I mean I'm sorry the stadium is probably the same size seating is twenty thousand less but in Citizens Bank there's more to do inside of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the seating's one thing, but if you're looking at all those seats, you're like, have- wow. They have that stay in the room only section. Yeah, which that doesn't count as seating. Right, it's, exactly. Sure. And they have. Oh, wow. um, I didn't even think of that. Which I think they sell. I think it's like something like fifteen thousand or something. Yeah, and then they have um like For what, those restaurants. Standings? They have those restaurants in there. So too. they have like a row of restaurants. They have like Ashburn Alley, which is almost like a like a memory lane kind of mm. thing. Um, the bullpen they made it so you can watch. You know these guys warm up. They made oh, yeah. more of like a. 
a spectacle out of what <laughs> baseball is. Sure. They have yeah. like five different stores within the stadium. Yeah. 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 Um, very, it's very cool the way they did it, but they made it look almost historic with the brick design. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I don't know. I really love, yeah. I love the Citizens Definitely Bank. Definitely well th- thought out. Yeah, yeah I, I, awesome. I enjoy it. Um, and, and to me, I feel the same way. Like every seat is like, you got a clear shot no matter yeah. who's yeah. sitting in front yeah. of you. You have a good view. It's all angled out, and you could see even that guy in front of you is like six seven. You could have you still yeah. have a clear shot of the the game mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so so goose, do you remember your first game or you remember? Um, no, I do. Or? It was obviously when when we went with uh, Uncle Jose, but the one that stands out. I don't know what year this was. Is when we went with Pop and Uncle Ruben, um, and this I guess I want to say I was like more like twelve, eleven or twelve years yes, old. And I was more I in tune this. to like. The actual players. So I remember seeing uh, my favorite baseball player at the time was uh, Lenny Dykstra. And I played Little League, so I played center field. Yeah. Lenny Dykstra played center field. And I always made sure I got the number four, and he was number four. Right. Um, He batted lefty, I batted lefty. So he was like, like, as a little, little, as a young kid, he was like, uh, a baseball player that I looked up to. I kind of tried to do everything he did. So when I first went to when I went to the stadium to see him, and our seats were back in that outfield. So I like, and as we walked by, I remember seeing like a clear shot of him that just staying there. Picture. So I remember, yeah, walking down Pull like the steps in the aisle, picture. walking down the aisle and kind of like getting a closer view of him. Like, dude, that's him. He's yeah, like live awesome. right in front of me. Yeah. Like it was like that. Just like stands out as like forever. Yeah. So it was like the first time I was I, honestly I was almost like starstruck in a way, you know. Yeah, it's cool. But just to see him there, and I, I like followed him, had tons of his cards, had his baseball cards when we played for the Mets. Like I used to follow him so much, but uh, yeah, that was like one of my memorable moments as a young kid going to like the Phillies game. It might have been like the second time I went yeah. to actual like a game. Yeah, the um, I mean, oh my gosh, I have countless memories of uh, the Philly, an actual Phillies game. But there was one that sticks out. I went to a uh, Phillies game with my neighbor in uh, Bristol. His name was Matt. <laughs> and his uh, stepdad took us down. And never forget, like, we ne- I didn't never, I never took, like, a glove to a game. And I remember his, him being so adamant, bring your glove. You never know you're going to catch a foul ball, this and that. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about all that, but yeah, all right, I'll bring my glove. And I just, I, whatever. So I brought, I just kind of went along. Like, I didn't say anything because he was so excited. And, um, Dude, believe it or not, like three balls literally came in our direction. We're low enough, and like huh. a guy right behind us caught a ball. Wow. And like then we had our, then I was like all into it. I had like my glove on. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna catch the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah, so then, awesome. um, I think I had like a cheapo like Franklin <laughs> glove. Um, so then we went down. It was like I don't know. We had to use the bathroom or whatever, and we just so happened to pat uh, Philly fanatic passed by us on the. Uh, the quad or whatever. Hmm. So then I get the thing back in the day was like he would just ride around the stadium and all the kids would just chase him. Oh really? Like I don't know, but Matt, I remember Matt's like, "Yo, we could chase after him," and all the kids were like, ah, and Philly people were like taking pictures. I'm like, "What is going on right now?" <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then on our way back, we got like ice cream and like a helmet. Oh yeah. And then just sat down. and was like, "This is the best day ever." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like went home it was awesome. Um, but no, I just remember that just because it was the first, I remember clearly that was the first time I brought my own glove. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny because someone asked me the other day, like told me we we're going to Philly's game. Like, oh, you gonna bring your glove? And that story just popped in my head. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> so classic. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So, and all right. So let, let, let me, let's, let's back up a couple steps. Just baseball in general. Why do you guys think it's one of America's like favorite pastimes? Like, what is it about baseball? I feel like it's, it's such an old sport, though. It's like an yeah. old, like, Legendary. genuine sport. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Like, yeah. just I just think of that, like, back in the day, they made, like, fields out of cornfields, like, yeah. baseball fields and yeah. stuff, like, farmlands and... Honestly, like America's history, like that's just yeah, it's part of it. But yeah, yeah. yeah but even when you watch like older movies, like that took place back in the day, yeah, that's all they talk about. Like baseball was like yeah. the main sport that they would talk about, whether they broadcast it through the radio or like they were there. And even like kids, you would see like the old TV shows. The kids, that's all they did was play baseball. Yeah, football well, wasn't around. No, um, what's awesome is like seeing old pictures. <clears throat> My old boss at the the shop I used to work for, he had a bunch of like. 
he was a, a big baseball like freak, so he had like all kinds of memorabilia. And um, a couple pictures were from uh, like Babe Ruth, and he would, and the fans would get suited and booted just to go to the games. Yeah, they're wearing like ties, like like jackets all and stuff. Everyone, yeah, everyone's getting like suited and booted just to go to the game. Nowadays, everyone's wearing like a T-shirt with the team logo or a jersey. Yeah, but like back then, it was like a very important thing, like. Oh, to, yeah. go, to go to up. these games like suited and booted is like uh I guess it's like like the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. You go to Kentucky Derby, everyone's like suited and booted to watch horses run on mud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's I'm just pulling up a picture and just look at it. Yeah. yeah. It almost we'll looks like guys. a funeral. Um <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Everyone's yeah, trench like, coats big, long black trench coats sure. and top hats, hats and yeah. it's 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 really neat. It seems cool, man. Yeah, like, it's such like, a cool um and like if you look at those pictures, the majority was all male, like all men. There's like not many kids, not many women. It's just it was like a guy's thing, I guess. Yeah, well, well, that's also the era. It's like, yeah, that's like the era you're dealing with when there's like gender roles were very defined yeah, in, sure. in America. So it's, it is kind of de- definitely a different era. But it is funny, like bringing up the um, you know, what they wear to versus like what we wear now. Like yeah. one of my biggest pet peeves of going to a sports game. Is when someone wears, um, like a, a sports team. team uh, f- no, for yeah. a different sport. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. for that same That's city. What I meant, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude, like they did you, yesterday. Right, Eagles was game, there Eagles is wearing like an Eagles jersey at the <laughs> yeah. Phillies game. But the Eagles were playing yesterday too. But it, that, it just you're at a Phillies it game. Doesn't yeah? Like why are matter. you at the Phillies yeah. game? So honestly, going back, like when I, I think that sec- that game that I went to when I saw Lenny Dykstra, I I think. I felt at a place because we didn't have like, like Phillies like apparel or anything. I remember I think I had like a Bart Simpson shirt on and going there feeling like I'm at a place like I want to buy a T-shirt that has like the yeah, Phillies yeah. logo because we didn't know any better. Yeah. So we didn't like dress to like root for your team. We were just going to watch a game. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. the first time. I, I remember that exact feeling. Yeah, I had like, like yeah, a shirt so that said like, um, dare on it or something, yeah. and like we're there, and I'm like. Oh man, everyone has. I remember just feeling at a place. Yes, like everyone had yes. red or whatever it was, blue, maroon shirts, and like I had like this like dare shirt or something on. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> next time I come, I'm gonna get his Phillies t-shirt. Yeah. I remember just like thinking that. Yeah. Like I like I didn't like feel bad. I just like you did. You felt like kind of at a place. Like dang, next time I'm gonna get a shirt. Yeah. Like you like you know let let you know lesson learned kind of thing. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, we, yeah, we we just didn't know, but yeah, I think it's just a classic uh, combination of how old it is, and then there are celebrities that came out of uh, baseball for that you know for specific eras. That's what yeah. it made. I think every you know decade, yeah, interesting. Yeah, as it moved on, because it was just like these larger than life athletes that came out of baseball, and at any rate, and at any rate any sport in America yeah. that eventually took on once basketball became, you know, something and, and, uh, you know, football became, you know, what it is today. I was just having this conversation with somebody, um, explaining like the, how massive of a person and brand Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. I was watching college football and we're just sitting there. Obviously, I'm rooting for Temple and yeah, all that. Was, so yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah, me and yeah. Goose had this conversation, and we're talking like, dude, how strong of a brand do you have? Okay, that you deliberately invade other sports. Hmm. Michael Jordan's emblem is literally of him dunking a basketball. Yeah. Okay, and his emblem is on football jerseys and on football cleats and on yeah. baseball jerseys and on baseball cleats. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. His emblem That's is literally dunking crazy. a basketball. Yeah. And he's on football, professional, you know, where, you know, yeah. college level f- football, or even professionals wear his sneaker. He sponsors people. He sponsors boxers. Hmm. He's in motorcycle racing. He's in, like, all these other sports. I think he even has a, um, like, there's a professional uh, fisherman, like a wow. bass uh, guy that literally has a big Michael Jordan logo on his speedboat. Wow, and he's wow. sponsored by Jordan. See, I, I didn't, That's I didn't cool. never realized he had like his own sub like sponsorship. I guess underneath it's Nike, Nike. but yeah, no, but Nike. I didn't it was like his own set of like sponsorships along with that. I guess. Oh yeah, is no, it called Jumpman? Yeah. Well, no, there's there's there two different is... two different it's two different lines, two different product lines. Okay. Jumpman was more of like a team, like a team thing. So like in high school, pe- like teams would want 
to get Jordans, but yeah. they're so expensive. So they came out with this Jumpman line, where it was geared basically towards like team sports, like just for you know basketball. And it wasn't okay. like his elite line. His elite line is the regular, you know, the Jordan brand. Yeah. Then he had Jumpman was kind of more of a team, like a team effort towards creating like a, a designer shoe, mm-hmm. so to speak. Okay. They didn't realize he was going to be who he is. That's the thing. So they're they're kind of just going with. You know, the flow kind of thing. Yeah. To the point now, Michael Jordan is a billionaire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 so outrageous, like, yeah. the thought. But anyway, just going back to that whole branding thing. I mean, that's that's so mind-blowing. Um, you never know, and that's athlete. I mean, just think about how, how much they influence athletes, how much they influence our culture just yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, you know, even even with, with being activist, right? Yeah. We have uh, Colin Kaep- Kaepernick, you know, uh, standing up for whatever he believes in, sure. and it impacts how how we think every day. Yeah. Um, whether you agree or not, whatever. Whether you is, do yeah. agree, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you have um, um, you have LeBron James, a victim of like hate crime. Uh, his house in California had like all this like racial racial slurs airbrush hmm. or spray painted on yeah. on it or whatever and then he comes out and speaks out about it yeah. and then you have like that level then you have like uh we had hurricane harvey hit texas really hard and you have athletes like football players like jj watt raised over 31 million dollars 31 million dollars hmm. in in donations that they received to help the victims yeah. of a hurricane it's like dude that was an athlete helped yeah. put that yeah. you know put that it's the his foundation athlete is ridiculous yeah, it's it, like these guys nowadays. They are like set at a pedestal where people are looking up to them. So yeah, if they take advantage of using it in the right way, yeah, it's a yeah. positive thing, positive yeah. influence. Like, you guys think it's like you can get like back in the early 1900s and stuff. Like, is it obviously they're, they're working with different elements when it comes to the culture? Yeah. Clearly, um, <clears throat> but it was more like these guys have full time jobs. They played mm-hmm. professional baseball after work, mm-hmm. and right. they had legit games. And they're traveling, yeah. and then they came back, and they had to sometimes work on Sundays just to make up for the mm-hmm. they missed out at work. That's and stuff. so crazy. So like it was like an extracurricular th- activity for them yes. instead of it being like, it's like what Manny it is now. playing softball right now. Right. So That's they crazy. also got to work, but he's at a That's championship so game right now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It was basically operated just like that. Hmm. Um, and and you know, just thinking now. Where kids can literally get a free education because yeah. of their athletic abilities in a given sport, mm-hmm. and getting a scholarship with you know like a, a big name school. Oh sure. Where that that was, that's what I'm trying to say. Like we yeah. went from you had to work a full time job to play this basically oh, called, considered was, an activity. Yeah, yeah. I ha- I have a um, a Babe Ruth picture, and on the back of it has like his contract from 1919, and it was a a two year contract from when he went from. Was it L.A. to the Mets or to the Yankees? I'm not sure. I, I, I forget. It was when he went to the Yankees, and it was a two-year contract for like it was like nineteen thousand dollars for two years, and it said like plus incentives, like who knows? Yeah, plus, plus incentives. incentives. But like, I mean, obviously, in that time, twenty grand in two years was a lot of money. Ten thousand dollars a year was a lot of money. Sure. But like, you think about it now, dude. These guys are wearing like they their bats are almost like. Like like ten grand, like their their yeah. their the equipment they use individually add up to like that that amount yeah. of money. Like, no, it's probably like a ten million dollar contract. Yeah, now and or then something. yeah, and they and they use like brand new cleats every every game now. Like oh yeah, brand new like like where yeah, it's like a two hundred thousand dollar contract. Oh, okay. Um, I was a little what, but, but, <laughs> what would it be worth right 19, now? Two hundred thousand, almost, almost, almost three hundred thousand. Yeah, almost three hundred thousand. But you got to think that there was that's nothing now. With the contracts that's a lot of, now, but the contracts also blew up. Not, so the contracts now aren't relative to what that inflation is. Yeah, sure. like inflation. That's an inflation in American Mer- money. Yeah, right? yeah. Money. That's, that's that's what it would be that's worth. Just, that's just a dollar amount equivalent. If we yeah. could do the inflation of. What contracts are worth then versus now? Sure. That would probably be like two hundred million or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's something crazy. Yeah, because then I mean, obviously at the time, at that time, and like a loaf of bread was like twenty five cents or five cents or whatever. It's like everything was so so much cheaper. Well, even too, like, yeah, you might have like a two year contract for what three hundred thousand, but then does include sponsorships and all stuff along with that. that yeah, you yeah. Make a, yeah, you can make like a yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I, I feel like the bare minimum, like. uh an athlete's making like three hundred thousand bottom dollar. 
Oh yeah, I, th- I think it's even more than that. I think yeah, the, the like, base is now it, depends it's, on it the, grew. I think it's like five hundred. Yeah, depending on like the team and like because I know sure. like the Sixers, I think their their lowest is like five hundred thousand as like a a rookie like the base salary. And I think like the Lakers at one point their lowest was like nine hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It depends on the team and how much like their budget is or. But even then, with like baseball, there's like A, double A, triple A teams. Yeah, on different, too. yeah, different leagues and. Yeah, they had different leagues back then. It was just divided differently and definitely didn't have the, the prep, right? Yeah. I mean, like, they probably had, like, a little bit of college ball, maybe, yeah. and a little bit of, like, you know, a couple leagues in the neighborhood. <laughs> now, I mean, literally my son's in his second season of pre-T-ball. He's three. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy it, now how much it's totally yeah. changed. It's like like the bread. T-ball World Series, too, right? Yeah. They're, like, yeah. now they're... Bred for this, yeah, and dude, not even mention like the, like the fields, yeah, like the the stadiums and fields they played in back then to what they play in now. Like, dude, right. these things are on point. Like, yeah. dude, every piece of grass is the same height. Like, everything is like some of it's turf, but like it's it's so crazy compared to like these lump like we're talking about back in the cornfields. They cut it, and now as long as the grass was short, that was it. Or even, yeah. like, case in point, like, the vet stadium was a dual-purpose thing, which they had to constantly yeah. change back and forth, yep. yeah. depending yeah. on the season and all that stuff. I think the only thing that's, dude, and there were, somebody was talking about, like, the the jerseys they wore, like, back then was, like, 100%, like, wool. wool. Yeah, like yeah. A oh, thick, my God, thick, yeah. yeah and you're shit. talking about, like, 100 like degrees, like, yeah. And they wore it from head to toe. Yeah. I mean, it dude, was, the like... Pants, the hat, the shirt. The other even thing, the hats were wool, too, right? Yeah. yeah. The other thing was um, the gloves, like the when they're out in the field or whatever, um, is literally just like a slab of leather. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like reading an article. I I did like a book report or something on Lou Gehrig, mm. and they're saying like on the day he retired, they took an X-ray of his hand, and he had seventeen fractured bones in one hand in his catching hand, and played. Huh. Like, because and of was they're the... just that was no they're that's what they're yeah, used to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just. You played injured, like yeah. that's that was normal. Like probably everyone else had broken hands too. No one even realized it. They just these guys had these big hands. It was because literally it was your just, hand and like a piece of leather slapped on it. It was like an oversized it. glove, like leather glove for your hand to catch the ball. Right. Yeah. Even even the game changed. Even how they pitch. Yeah, the motion. Like you could see the wind up of like a nineteen ninety pitcher to like or nineteen nineteen pitcher to whatever. Look at it 50 years later, and it's totally different. It's even different from the 70s till today. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it just constantly changed. One thing that, that that hadn't changed, I guess, is just, is the wooden bat. Everything else, like the ball, I think the insides of the ball change. Like, as, I don't know. I yeah. know it's just still like some you know specific material. Mm. In yeah, I, well, with the bat, I think it's just the material of the wood, like different types of right. wood now. But right. Um, and obviously the process of making them and you know yeah. all that stuff. Um, these guys just carried around their own stuff. You know and what I mean? And even like the controversy of like was it a few years back when they were trying to do like um, instant replays and stuff like that too. With like they they had, they were trying to stick so heavily to only having the umpires call the plays and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. The right. rules of the game changed big time. Yeah. You, they run the cameras now to see like yeah. you know was he out? Was he not out? Did he beat the bag? You know what I mean? Um, um, even like. Well, obviously, we all know with baseball, like the physique of a player has changed. There was an era where there was a little, a little cheating going on. But like most, growing up, I thought of a baseball player as a slender type person. Yeah. Now they're like, well, like they're jacked. Like pitchers yeah. are big, yeah. and they they work out. Obviously, they work out their back for the muscles for as when they pitch. Like it helps sure. them with their wind up and pitches and stuff like that. But even like their their physique is totally different than they yeah. actually work out. I don't think they even did much back then. No. And they play the most games out of any sport, right? Yeah, they play like 160 games or something like that. Yeah, there's a game on every day. I mean, put it this way, the Phillies are like 61 and like 90-something, so that's 150 games right there. Yeah. As of yesterday. Best record. And they still have to finish, I guess, well, they they have like two weeks left. Okay. Yeah, because I think it ends in October because of playoffs. um, Literally like 160 games. That's crazy. And it starts, what, as early as April? Sure. April is opening season, right? Um, so they play I think April pitchers and catchers come in March. Yeah, they're the first, and then yeah, no, we're talking about games though. Yeah, then and there's pre and there's like a, a little bit of preseason and all stuff too, or or no? Yeah, 
But no, I mean that's in every sport though. You only get, they only get like two like football players only get like two months off. It's just not yeah. televised. Oh, yeah. That's like when they're in spring training, they have games. They're playing games. Yeah. You're just not. It's not. It's not like it's something not you sit seeing, down and seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Viewed. I think that's that's what it is. Like basketball, you gotta think that end that ends in June, mm-hmm. and like these guys have summer leagues come late oh, yeah. July or uh, mm-hmm. August. True. Yeah. yeah. So Literally, they don't video. stop. Yeah, it's like yeah. it kind of it just seems weird because we see like the season actually out, but they they really because we follow the league. Yeah. yeah right. Like right. The league, but they don't they don't stop, man. It's 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 in them. I remember it was like LeBron James. It was like two weeks after they lost or whatever, and he's like, "All right, I'm I'm re-energized, back at it." He's like in the gym, I put lifting weights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, basketball players didn't like necessarily lift weights. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah. He's like a big guy, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's like two fifty, two sixty five or something like that, six seven. Yeah. And like all muscle, like it's just bizarre now. Yeah. Like there's, like there's hulking people running yeah. at you on the, on the court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, anyway, yeah. So the game obviously has uh, totally changed. I remember uh, going to a a Trenton Thunder game, which is a Triple A uh, league for mm. uh, the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And. The 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 pit, the inning just ended and the pitcher had was like walking back to the dugout and their dugout it was the opposing team their dugout was you know where we were seated and he just like looks up and like tossed the ball into the crowd um, and I'm watching this whole thing I'm like it's going literally right for my my wife oh. and I'm like and she's like doing like you know doing something with James like kind of like not paying attention I like stick my hand out and like catch it or whatever and everyone just starts mm-hmm. clapping or whatever and James is like. <laughs> like he was freaking out like he could not believe that i caught a ball like he thought like somehow i had it all set up or something yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. dude i didn't know it was gonna happen yeah oh man he went around and told all his like friends at he school thought you got someone out yeah yeah he thought, he thought i was like in the he game. thought you made a play yeah yeah like he literally thought i was in the game yeah. um have you, have you guys ever i know we were talking about this earlier like taking a glove anyone catch a foul ball or like anything no. like that no that was the same thing with me. That was the first time. I was like, that was awesome. So that was our whole thing. So we took him to like two AAA baseball games just to kind of see how he would sit. I'm like, mm-hmm. I take him to a Phillies game. He's going to be like, not even like sure. it or whatever. Interested or anything. Yeah. yeah. So he sat for, I think we went to like three AAA games. He sat for all three. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's it. We're buying Philly tickets. Yeah. Like we're getting them. And then it just popped up. I'm like, yeah, Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Perfect. Okay. Um, and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. Um, so what do you guys think the best part of being a fan of the game is? Um, well, being a fan, obviously, if you're into, if you live in the Philadelphia area, you're a diehard Philadelphia fan to all Philly sports. Sure. So it's like, and people that know Philly fans are like, they're just like energetic. They're all so pumped up. Even if we had like the worst season, people are still pumped up to go and watch the game. Like no matter what, like people, I mean, obviously it fades out, but they're so... Like, in this area, like I said, everyone's so just, like, just dedicated to your home team. Right. Like, no matter what. And, and some people go to a game to go see, like, the opposing team. Like, see, sure. like, a like a all-star player that's coming in town. Like, you want to see that, see him hit a home run <laughs> against yeah. us. But it's cool because it's, like, very, like, uh, rare. But, I mean, it's I, – I just think it's, like, just – it's awesome. Where we live at and the culture of, of sports where we live at is, is awesome. It's amazing. Like, doesn't it could be baseball or football or basketball or whatever – that's just how Philly Philly fans are. Just, yeah, I'll say we're very well known for fanaticism yeah. to the nth degree. So, like, and it might be over the top, but it's still like our mascot's literally called Philly fanatic. Well, yeah. there you go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. when they won a 2008 World Series, I, and just I remember being out in the streets out in Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. and it was mayhem. I mean, yeah. like everybody was so involved and excited, and it was like yeah, that was fun. It brought so much fun to the city. Oh, yeah. uh, Philadelphia yeah. just, even in the surrounding towns obviously yeah. I remember people having like watch parties for every oh, game yeah. in the series like it was just craziness um, oh my god it's so much fun but um, do you guys when, when you go to the stadium is there a certain thing that you have to get or you have to do yes heck does every time we go so now every year we do the purple night baseball game and every time I go I have to get the helmet, the Philadelphia helmet with ice cream in it, with the Grand Slam, <laughs> and I keep track of every helmet with the game and the, awesome. the score. That's awesome. So I have, we went to eight games. Yeah. 
I think I have six helmets for Dogra. for whatever reason. Wow, so but the it's dog so- might eat the other two. <laughs> no, no, I don't know you what. Probably I started doing it later. I started doing it later. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the first couple games I did it, but after that, I was like, I, I kept it. Yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, our our dad uh, passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer, and every year we would do this Philly game before he, before he passed away, before mm-hmm. we even knew he was diagnosed. We would go to the Phillies game, and he, you know, he was the one that was like, "Oh, you should ask the guys. Hey, you should ask your cousin. We should all go." And he was kind of like the one who, it was like his thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I, I ended up like organizing it, but like it was like my dad was like he loved the Phillies. Like he watched after work, he would come home, watch, turn on the game. He loved the Phillies, um, and and it was like kind of his thing, obviously. And then you know, like whatever. I guess he went to like three or four of them for the ones yep. that he made. And that was it. When he passed away, that you know, that following year or whatever, we decided to make kind of like dedicate like the yeah. the games to him because it was kind of like his thing. So yeah. um, when we did the, kind of like a fundraiser, um, you know, we ended up calling him like the Purple Knight because the uh, pancreatic awareness color is uh, purple, and so we just call him like the Purple Knight. Uh, he'll get through this because he's strong, you know, stronger than ever, and and you know. Uh, it was I can I will this whole thing kind of overcoming whatever so we just kind of went with that theme so we get shirts made every year uh, that are in purple and they have like the Phillies uh, logo and you know they have like in memory of Miguel A. Velez Jr. in the back it, it's it's real cool so then this past year was our eighth year right yeah no, no ninth year ninth 2008 would be our, was our first year that we went to so next year is 2018 it's our tenth year next okay, year so it was our ninth year um and and wow, it, it was it was even better better than ever. Yeah. Every year, I feel like they, we we get more concise on how we do it, how we're sure. kind of yeah. like organizing it, and it, it's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, so that's what he's saying. The Purple Night game. So every every year we go, we stand out like a sore mm. thumb because we're literally wearing like bright purple with and the Phillies logo. With the yeah. Phillies yeah. logo, and, and there Phillies is twenty five, if not more, people. Oh yeah, purple. it's twenty so to thirty people, depending on the year, depending who can yeah. make it. Because um, the first couple we did it was like a handful of people, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first year we did it was eighteen people. I remember. Oh, was, okay, still that. that yeah, the first year we did it was eighteen. The lowest number we had, I think, was like fifteen. Okay, so still in the teens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Still a decent. And amount. the most tickets we had, I think, was like this past year it was like thirty-one. Oh well, okay. But twenty-eight ended up going. Yeah, yeah it was thirty. Yeah. 31 tickets but 28 end up going or the opposite I bought 28 tickets but 31 end up going because I think like Kel's friends end up buying their, buying their own yeah, and I, yeah I remember like not this season but the last season I remember buying my stuff on my own too a couple of tickets for my guys yeah um but yeah it, no it was, they didn't t- this year was definitely the biggest number yeah um by far but anyway, so yeah, we do that. That's like our tradition, obviously. So now we have like this whole thing. And of course, we go, everyone goes probably like one or two games on their own with their own little mm-hmm. families or whatever. But that one is kind of reserved for, you know, we do the whole tailgating thing in the beginning. Everyone, everyone kind of pitches in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, everyone here goes. But um, no, yeah, it's 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 real good time, real good time. Um, yeah, and I feel like that's part of like the the. I want to say, like, tradition of going to sports, like, the tailgating, like, you're, yeah. you're cooking burgers and stuff, and that was, like, one of Pop's favorite thing to do, yeah. like, cook and, and just, like, just make some food and stuff before you go in, because yeah. everyone knows you go into those stadiums, you get a burger, you're paying, like, $15 for oh, a burger sure, exactly. or whatever, so yeah. we kind of, like, stuff our, our stomachs before we go in, and, um, yeah, and it's just, you're you're playing, what is it, um, cornhole, cornhole. you're playing a couple games before it's competitive. you, yeah, before just you, the, and the camaraderie, yeah, well, what, at one point we thought we were a mush because every time we went, um, we they would lose. Yeah, yeah. So they would yeah. lose, and then all of a sudden, like one year, like it turned around, and it was bizarre. Because then I, I keep saying this for like the last like three or four years, every time we go, they either win or it's like a heck of a game. Okay, yeah. and it's like very entertaining, um, and we always get something at the gate. Mm, yeah. yeah, and it's like the I'm like oh the luck changed. I think every time we go now we're getting something like we just I know again, definitely the last like, couple of boys got the little little backpacks and yeah some kind of bobblehead bobblehead yeah this year's was dope the Mike Smith bobblehead yeah it was really cool was it a bobblehead last year too yeah it yeah was. Franco 
Yeah, it was Franco bobblehead. I think one year we got like a Victorino bobblehead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shane Victorino. Victorino. He was a center fielder for the Phillies. Um, Gotcha, Jose Caseco. (laughs) Flying Hawaiian. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, 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 yeah, you're right. It's like the the tradition of it. Obviously, even setting the whole thing up on, on, you know, like on my end, like sending out the text and like getting everyone like excited and, you know, organizing everything. It's, it it starts from there. Even me and Gabe make the yearly trip to go get the tickets. Um, (laughs) It's just hilarious. And uh, because it's weird, you get charged if you get them you know, delivered or whatever, but uh, service charges if you like order online, charges, all that crap. Not shipping charges. Shipping's free. You get all these other charges though. Yeah. If you yeah. order them online, convenience charges, surcharges. Charge, yeah. But if you just go to the box office and buy them, it's just you pay the actual ticket price. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Hmm. But anyway, so uh, you know, it's it's that whole thing. So then we get there to tailgate and all that. We go in and then we tailgate afterwards. Yeah. And then oh, it's just it's absolutely uh, fantastic. Like it, it's one of the things that we look forward. And of course, it brings the family together. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah. So there, there's really nothing better. And I know pops. He's up. He's up there just enjoying it just as much as <laughs> as we are rooting yeah, for absolutely. them. Um, okay. So that's awesome. So take me out to the ball game, folks. There you have it. Um, I'm sure there's a ton more stories we can share, uh, but I figured just get like a little snippet of, you know, how we do it here over, you know, Team VC slash Philadelphia area. We definitely have fun with it, um, and we definitely enjoy the, uh, the sport of baseball. All right, so we like to close our episodes out with quotes, and the first one is by Yogi Berra. Love is the most important thing in the world. But baseball is pretty good, too. (laughs) Second one is by Ted Williams. Baseball gives every American boy a chance to excel, not just to be as good as someone else, but to be better than someone else. This is the nature of man and the name of the game. Ted Williams. All right, take me out to the ball game. In this episode, the crew talks about their experiences with going to the ball game. We cover topics that range from... Our favorite baseball teams, obviously the Philadelphia Phillies. Our experiences with the Phillies and overall just being a fan of baseball. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Ted Williams and Yogi Berra. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.